go again <laughs> get yeah. it uh that's the name i think that's the the sequel i think it's called mama mia here we go again okay well but yes okay fine. and are you gonna watch that one next if you want feels like it this felt definitely felt like part one of a two-parter didn't it yeah and i'll tell you what i had a really fun time with it yeah i did too i uh, blown away jack yeah <laughs> for the last when did this movie come out 2008 yeah something like that so for like the last like 12 years or whatever i've just like scoffed and been like <laughs> yeah no same it would never occur absolutely to me. not no uh, why would i do that i like abba <laughs> yeah but i do too a, <laughs> i like abba and i like rom-coms but there's literally no way that i would have consented to watch this film under and then I sat down to watch it this morning, had the time of my life. <laughs> yeah, it was great. So fun. So full of hits. They really got to, they really, so we watch Mamma Mia. Hello, this is Strange Bedfellows. My name's Dan Yeah, Greenery. it's the boys, and I'm Jack Shepard. And we watched the film Mamma Mia this week. It's a romantic comedy musical. Yeah. Our first. Yeah. I believe. And it's got starring famous actress Meryl Streep. Yeah, heck yeah. What? And she was great. She was amazing. That's I'm gonna. I'll, you know what? If we're being, if today's about honesty, if today's about yeah. vulnerability, today's about you know, those things. Yeah, I'm gonna say this too. Say it. I always thought Meryl Streep was a little overrated. Everyone's so obsessed with her. Wow. Okay. You yeah. know. Wow. And it's like, okay, cool it, y'all. Like she's fine. Cool it. Cool. Then it I watch Meryl a movie Street. like this, and it's like, yeah. oh, what a talent. Effervescent. Effer. Yeah. Effervescent. Effervescent. That beautiful. Evanescence. She popped popped off the screen. Evanescence. Bring me. She brought me to life. <laughs> she woke you up inside. Yeah. <laughs> That's really nice. Yeah. It's a segment we do. It's called Dramatis Personae. Uh, oh, yeah. Famous actress Meryl Streep, but she's not the only famous actor in this film, is she? Remington she Steele is, is the in only this only famous one. actress, but yes, she's not we the only We say actor famous. for boys and girls now in the 21st century. Okay. Remington Steele is in this one. Mr. Darcy is in it. And Stellan Starsgard. Yeah. <laughs> one of these four. things... One of these things is not like the other. I guess this is an opportunity for us to do another hit segment, I guess within this segment, that's yeah. called, as you know, Guessing the Mystery. You're guessing the mystery. Yes, and I was going to text you about this, but I know you've already watched the film and, and absorbed it, so yeah, you know what the mystery is. But I guessed the mystery. I wrote down my guessing the mystery before I knew. And what yeah. I wrote was this. I think Stellan Skarsgård is going to be the husband. And my reasoning was that one of these things is not like the other. <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, you know, he's a handsome man in his way. But, like, you've got Mr. Darcy. <laughs> yeah. You've got fucking you've got Remington him. Steele. <laughs> you got him up against James Titans. fucking Bond. And yeah. then it's like <laughs> old man from Thor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly it's like yeah so that that's the odd one but guess out, which one of these he's gonna these, be the husband these brutes guess which one of these hunks and a half is the one yeah. who ended up kind of showing a little a little hiney 
in this movie. It was Stellan, and it, he looks great with his his bottom out. He's got little um um whatever those little Egyptian hieroglyphic eyes are called tattooed all over his body for some reason. He's sort like of an adventurer. Should we do they it? Never so yeah, we're doing yeah. dramatic dramatis persona. Yeah, we're doing dramatis persona. So the old man from Thor is in it. He's like a swashbuckler. He's like kind yeah. of a, a travel writer. He, yeah. I don't know. Like a And he has the eye Bill of Bryson Horus type. tattooed on his knees and they just never like they and never explain it. <laughs> they never say why, right? Yeah, no. <laughs> I think it's just to give him some some depth, yeah, some dimension, yeah. you know. And then so it's him, and it's uh, Mister. So the, we should we say the plot? No, let me keep going. Okay, yeah, there's yeah, so yeah. many Good. more characters to introduce. Okay, say who it's else? A, it's a yeah. real who's who's. So yes, as we said, James Bond, Remington Steele, Thomas yeah. Bourne, Dante from Dante's Peak, Thomas Crown. You mean Thomas Crown? What did I say? Thomas Bourne. Jason Bourne. That's yeah. Jason Bourne's. <laughs> Dad. Art thief brother, yeah. He is a industry architect, businessman from New York. Yeah. And then Mr. Darcy's in it too. Yeah. And it's and what's he's he? like a can I say a creative type? He's a creative type, I guess. Yeah. Does that feel right? Yeah, he's a creative type. He's like us. Yeah. Um <laughs> and he was like a punk in the eighties. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Or like seventies or sixties. It's really tough. They don't really the the timeline on this is like tough to pin down. Yeah. Because they f- do flash back a lot to when Meryl Streep, Mamma Mia. Meryl we'll Streep had character. quite a summer. <laughs> her character her character's name Mamma Mia. Um, yeah. And at one point in either the 60s, 70s, or 80s, yeah. she had quite a summer. Because when they flash back to the Stellan scenes, it's like flower child, like hippies. <laughs> and when they flash back to the Thomas Crown Affair scenes, He's got like a big like handlebar mustache and an afro. Yeah. And then when they flash back to the Mr. Darcy scenes, it's like the punk rock 80s. Wild. But that's all in the space of one summer. Yeah. In one summer. Yeah. It's like it's like the heavenly plates lined up, you know, and she was able to sort of like ascend back and forth through time in one wild summer. Yeah. And I don't know if that's part of like ABBA's mythology or (laughs) if the movie is introducing that, you know? Because there's this know. whole other layer, and I guess we should introduce them to the dramatis persona. It's Let's Abba. say it. Abba's it. Abba's not in they it. They are. They're at the end. Oh, they are they? They're in, they make a cameo at the end of the film. They're dancing in the crowd. Okay, well, let me ask this question of you then. Because th- that, I think, just complicates matters for me. Because at, at, at one point in the film, so it's, a, it's what's called a jukebox musical, folks. And I'm explaining- Oh, I didn't know that. I'm explaining this to a bunch of people who do know what that is, and I only just learned what it is. And I'm only but, just learning. <laughs> yeah. It, it's, uh, you know, where they just, like, play the songs of a, a band, I guess. And, yeah, it's cool. Uh, you know, they find different ways to get the ABBA songs in there, but one of the ways is that they all do karaoke to ABBA's song, Super Trooper. And so my question is, does ABBA therefore exist in this universe as a band? Um. Ooh, it's tough. So I, I think you're actually wrong to Super Trooper. I think you're wrong, and if I can, if I can kind of divert okay. us towards a segment that sure. explains your error. Okay. <laughs> Both Mamma Mia, yeah, and Mamma Mia's daughter, uh, daughter Mia, daughter Mia, yeah, who's getting married. Yes, but it doesn't matter. <laughs> no, yeah. Um, <laughs> they both invite their like two best like friends. Yeah. To come to the island for the wedding, and they all they all live on a Greek island, a tiny yeah. Greek island. Yeah, it's beautiful. 
and they both have really great like chants they do with their best friends. Yeah. As they like should have called this movie like, My Big Fat greeting. Greek Wedding, don't you think? Don't you think? Yeah. <laughs> what they really missed. It was the like trick. such a spectacle, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, so they have chants that they do with their friends. Yeah, and I think we should do one. But before that, let me explain. Yeah, no, please. I'm dying to know. At the three minute fifteen second mark. Okay. Daughter Mia. Yeah. And her friends have the chant. <laughs> That's definitely not a ABBA song. No, but it's good. Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> you would feel good like kind of doing that with a couple of friends as like yeah, a form I would like of greeting, that. wouldn't you? Yeah, I'd love that. And then later when Mama Mia's friends show up, yeah, they reveal that they are actually formerly a band called Donna and the Dynamos and actually that's one of their Super songs. Trooper is a Donna and the Dynamos song. And that's why that's they were confusing. performing it. Okay. All right, thank you for clarifying that. I thought that, okay, so they, they're just, yeah, okay. ABBA doesn't exist in this universe. So it's like that movie, which I haven't seen, Yesterdays, where the yeah. guy wakes up and he's the only person he's who the remembers Beatles. the Beatles. And he's like, well, mm-hmm. I get to just make all these Beatles songs then. So that's What that. a dream. It's, yeah. this, it's that scenario. So this, the premise of this movie, Hidden, is that what if you woke up in a universe where ABBA didn't exist? And you could just claim some of their songs as shit you say. That, and that's what Donna and the Dynamos fun. have done. Yeah. Yeah, that's what Donna and the Dynamos have and done. And here's their and, chant. Yeah. Oh, what's their chant? Yeah. Dynamos! Dynamite! Sleep all day and whip Okay. And what's that? Like, kick ass? They all sort of like like bump butts with one another when they say that Whoop. in the film. Okay, that's cute. I like that. I like that a lot. And Dynamo, I should say, is uh, one of the um, the hunters in Running Man, the stalkers. Oh, oh, yeah. oh, oh, interesting. Yeah. Dinah and the Donamos. Dinah <laughs> Domino. <laughs> yeah, um, good. Perfect. That was great. I think we need a chant. Oh, we need a chant. Yeah, okay, great. Um, okay, so what do you, you start with your names? It's like, Beetle Bop, Beetle Bop. <laughs> yeah. Beep, 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 Beetle Bop. <laughs> Does that make sense to you? No, not really. But their one goes beetle bop, beetle bop, beep, beep, beep. Yeah, but the first one is okay. We're we're going after the. Well, I don't know. It's it's up to us. I think it's up to us to choose the beat we land on. Well, do we need a third person to hit into theirs? Should we just pick someone? Well, you've got Jar Jar behind you. I see that you've got big Jar Jar Binks on the wall. Yeah, he's fictional though. Okay. So you want to ground this in reality? Okay. Does it want to be someone who's a friend of ours or like maybe aspirationally a friend of ours? Like who do we wish like was in like if we could do a podcast with anyone, who would it be? If you could do a podcast with anyone, who would it be? Elon? <laughs> you mean Elon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Jack Tanner Elon. <laughs> and then what's the next line for them? Gonna get their blank on. Oh yeah. That's great. Gonna get their drink on or like their they're fuck on feel feel on hmm i worry feel on is a little bit too much like elon <laughs> okay well <laughs> i think drank on is good okay drink on that's fun yeah. that's kind of got a party vibe okay jack tanner elon gonna get their drink on then what no they got them long dong <laughs> okay yep perfect no notes um <laughs> see you at the break of dawn 
Hmm, I want to say party till the break of dawn. I don't like break of dawn because it it's too close to dong. Yeah, dawn and dong to my mind are almost indistinguishable words. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't you think? <laughs> yeah. How about this? If something's right, then they are wrong. What about but we have to figure out what the something is? What like, about this? Hope you like our song song. <laughs> Jack. Hope Tanner, you like our Elon. greeting song. Yeah. <laughs> Hype song. Jack, Tanner, Elon. Time to get their drink on. You, you know, know they, they got, got them long dongs. Hope you like our song song. I mean, hope you like our... Hope you like our greeting song. Okay, Because that's what if... this is. Yeah, fine. And let's add an extra syllable in there that doesn't need to be in there. Just, you know, Hope you not? like our I greeting added... song. Yeah, sure. I would say... Hope you like hope our you greeting like our... song. Hype song. Hope you like our hype song. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Good. That's perfect. Nailed it. And they really explained nice. your error. And yeah, I, cor- I managed did. to correct you in the process, and that feels good. And now we've got Elon on the show. Won't that be fun? Hopefully. I bet he'll have a bunch of great ideas for how to make it better. He's famous for that. <laughs> yeah. He's always meddling. Where to go from here? Are we still in Dramatis Personae? Let's explain the film. So Yeah, let's say the film. Let's say the Daughter movie. Mia has three daddies. She's got three daddies. And it's these three gentlemen. So She, she doesn't know who them. her daddies is. She, she doesn't know who her daddies is. She finds her mommy's diary, and the diary says... I had uh, irresponsible, I time unprotected sex with three very handsome. I men walked the fifth nine dimension before daughter Mia was born. Yeah, and so she finds that diary and she's like, you know, what would be fun and definitely not like creepy and intrusive. I'll secretly invite these three men from my mother's past to come to my wedding that she's organizing. Yeah, and then they all just show up. They like literally drop everything. Like Pierce yeah. Brosnan is in like in an important me- meeting, like showing like yeah. a. <laughs> skyscraper he's designed and he's like sorry gentlemen i must leave like gets on a plane to greece yeah you don't you can probably take a beat <laughs> yeah <laughs> go home and pack greece yeah, is go hot home and pack. yeah it's warm there but so they all agree to come but they i think they they they're then kind of misled by her each of them into thinking that they're the daddy but we don't know who the daddy is well no one knows who the daddy is no we one find knows. out it's- we find out. Well, we don't find out. Well, we don't find out. We find out which one Mama Mia wants to be still in love with. Yes. We, and we, I guess like which it's one maybe implied her, like, that he's Adopted the or potentially real daddy. But, yeah, we don't know. I, it remains a mystery which the, of the three. There's an easy half. scientific way to figure it out if you wanted to, but like, they don't. It's not, not on this not tiny ABBA Greek island. Abba doesn't have a song for that. <laughs> no. They got a lot of songs. They had to, um, I, I texted you like uh, half an hour before we began and said, I only have a half an hour left and then we can get going. Yeah. It turned out I only had about like eight minutes left because there's uh, an extended sequence at the end of the film where they just do sort of a sing-along to all the ABBA songs that didn't fit. <laughs> yeah, that's great. <laughs> and it was fun. It was everyone yeah, in costumes fun. like singing and dancing for like 20 minutes. <laughs> Yeah, I guess they paid ABBA a lump sum for all their songs, and they were like, well, might we'll as well. We'll take the catalog, yeah. Good. And then, um, so then the whole movie is them singing songs about that loosely relate to that dilemma. Yeah, pretty loosely at times. Yeah. At one point, Mama Mia is sort of like prompted to say like, oh, I'm the only one who does any work around here. And then she sings a song about money. Yeah, it doesn't really fit. It's a great song. Good song, yeah. Yeah. That's nothing to do with anything. It kind of came out of nowhere. (laughs) 
So what you suggested that we should not let them be the only ones who are making money hand over fist with this concept. What an interesting concept they have here, yeah. huh? It's a good idea. The ju- What did you call it? The Jukebox Musical? The Jukebox Musical. Huh. Hmm. And we're going to make one now, right? I think we can. I think we can craft one of these. So... Is there a template for this? I guess there is a template. We need to find an, a relevant... Iconic album. Iconic album that people like... Sing yeah. in the shower, you know? Yeah. Uh, know every word. Mm-hmm. We need to find some kind of tenuous string. We just, then we just look at the album, the song titles and, and some of the lyrics, and then we'll, we'll find, we'll find a way story. to make a story. Yeah. yeah. It'll have a beginning, a middle, and an end, as all stories do. No bad ideas in a brainstorm. I initially pitched to you, uh, and that's about as far as we got, uh, Papa Roach's seminal album, Infest. Yes. Um, I just... I guess, like, I don't know much about. I did. I learned from looking it up on Wikipedia that it was nominated for a Grammy, <laughs> which is oh, very wow. surprising. But I do think that, like, you could build a pretty good narrative out of. Here's a pro. Pro number one. You could build a pretty great narrative out of cut my life into pieces. This is my last resort. Yeah. The thing would be that this, the Cons. movie would be called Last Resort. <laughs> yeah. Cons. I think that's all probably. Any kind of, of us start know and stop there. About yeah. <laughs> Papa Roach. But we could check, we could have a look and see what some of their other let's have a look at some you of their other up, songs. Pull up his discography, their discography, sorry. Okay. Um and I'm gonna tell you what I pitched you in the chat before we began. Yeah. Um that might be suffering from some of the same problems. Um is I thought we could do nineteen ninety four's under the pink and kind of center around the story of Oh Tori. The cornflake girl. That's fun, and I know that pretty well. But I was going to say, I, I don't know if my knowledge of Under the Pink extends past the Cornflake Girl. And a Tory musical is going to get pretty dark pretty fast. <laughs> That's okay. Yeah. It can, you know, that happens. It's, it's not going like to be a dirge a musical. Fun, fun one. Yeah. Yeah. They don't all have to be fun, you know? You think a Papa Roach is going to stay fun? I mean, you know, if Last Resort is anything to go by. Let's see. We got Broken Home, Between Angels and Insects, Snakes. Revenge, Blood Brothers. Nah, th- yeah, this won't be fun at all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. Okay, well, what's fun? Uh, Bare Naked Ladies is pretty fun. Oh, BNL. Yeah, what's that album called? I think it might just be self titled. But again, I only know a couple of their songs. Oh, yeah, right. Look at, oh, I'm Jack. I don't know every song on Stunt, 1998's Stunt. I've never heard the song If I Had a Million Dollars. I do know that one. Wait, that one's not on here. <laughs> no, I don't know a single one of these other songs. All right, should we hone in on someone else? Well, what's an album we both know, front to back? They Might Be Giants, Flood. No, I don't, I'm not actually a um, They Might Be Giants fan. I could do a Radiohead album. Radiohead feels a little too on the nose, doesn't it? That's like something that you could see a jukebox, like a moody jukebox musical. <laughs> I no, I guess Radiohead fans are too, like... Radiohead fans would not to like Gen X. Yeah. the musicalification of them. <laughs> and that's exactly why you do it, huh? Yeah. It's got to have that that little, that's, it's got to have that X factor. How about this? Best albums of, let's say, like 2002? The Coldplay, the musical? Well, man, I tell you what, if you think you know Tori, yeah. I think we can make something work there. Okay, fine. We'll do Tori. So the, I guess the, the movie's going to be called Cornflake Girl. Yeah, I think it would have to be. So I'll tell you the hit Tory songs we gotta include. Okay, a hundred percent need to have Crucify in there. Okay, it's not on. 
under the pink, but we're just gonna go I know, but the discography. I guess that's yeah, what we'll you do. That's what you do. That's yeah, what yeah, you yeah. do. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, but we want to make it fun. This has to be. We want to make we're it just... fun. Yeah. Okay. And we we need to find those connections. We need to find some narrative thread that's gonna hold all these songs together. Do we want the songs that Tori did about like things and people? We've got a cornflake girl, and maybe so. So, do you know where the title "Cornflake Girl" comes from? Would you like me to tell you? I will tell you. Are you ready for me to tell you? Believe it or not, I think you have told me before. I think I have. Do you remember? It's like I think you said Tori Amos said it's like someone who's like a bad friend. No, Is that I right? wouldn't have said that. No, Tori. No, Amos no, no. Was, I'm I'm generalizing. Tori Amos was before she. That was my impression. Before she had a music career, she was in a Kellogg's commercial. Oh, that's it. Yeah. I guess you didn't tell me that then. I think that's true. If it is true, I will uh, play. Yep, there it is. I found it. <laughs> I will play a clip. <laughs> I think I have played this clip before. You get 100% of 11 vitamins and minerals. Ah! New Kellogg's Just Right. The perfect harmony between taste and nutrition with fruit or all grain. Mm, just right. Um, okay, so, so, but that works then. It's like a young star of, of we can get this branded. Oh, certainly. Oh, God, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. So here's another Tory song maybe we can uh, we can start with that can be like our, um, you know, like, what do you need in a movie? You need like a... a you uh, said you want to crucify in it too, right? I want to crucify in there, but you need but a conflict, yet. right? You need an inciting event. Um, and uh, she has a, the, I think the, actually the first single off of her 1996 album, Boys for Pele, is... Cotolite sneeze. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's good. It's a classic. So, so um, you know, maybe there's a pandemic. I, we want to keep it fun, don't we? Oh yeah, Cotolite sneeze. Yeah, we can make that fun. I think that'll that'll come out in the wash. But we'll chase okay. that lead. So she gets some kind of an illness. Something makes her sick. She's riding high because she just got the big Kellogg's commercial. Yeah. Oh god. Yeah. And then she gets sick. She gets no, the sick. sickness is a little. It's a little tough, huh? Well, it's okay. We can have that happen, and we're gonna. She's gonna. We'll just find something to make her better with the song. Cornflakes, I guess. Yeah, well, I think diet. we need to introduce a love interest, and this isn't Tori, by the way. It's just Tori songs. No, no, no. I know. I'm saying. Yeah. it's the cornflake girl. So the love. It, she doesn't sing about boys too much, except in kind of a pretty negative way. But there is a. a one positive song I can think of where she is nice about a, a male figure, uh, Father Lucifer. Right, Also okay. of Boys for Pele. Yeah. So can we have the devil be in, is in this one? Yeah, it's getting a little... Uh... She gets sick, she makes a deal with the devil to try to get better, and falls in love. Oh, it's a, it's a Faustian tale. It's a Faustian. But with a happy, it's going to have a happy ending. Does this feel right? Does this feel good? I mean, we're she's not falling in love yet. What are we going to do? She's riding high from her Kellogg's commercial. Then she gets really sick. How's she going to get out of it? Well, maybe she could make a deal with Satan himself. Yeah, so it's not and, a love story But he's going to be Colin Firth or whatever. Oh. You see what I'm saying? I like it. Yeah. Um, and then if we want to just kind of continue to follow the Faustian path, she does have a song called God on Under the Pink. Yes, and it's and that's, that's I think, ultimately following what... a pattern for us. It's fitting like smoothly onto train tracks for us because it's fairly negative about God, <laughs> that song. <laughs> it's not. The opening line is, God, sometimes you just don't come through. Do you need a woman yeah. to look after you? So that's pretty good. So, But now we've got two love interests, right? Oh, God and Satan. Right. Wow, what a powerful movie. 
this is great so far. And so now we've got another conflict. She's the light sneeze is over. She's and it's like her. it's just like Mamma Mia, where the the setup of the wedding ultimately beca- just sort of falls by the wayside. You know, the cornflake girl, the cornflake commercial. That's like she gets sick. that's Act One. Yeah. Cornflake one. commercial. We haven't thought over. about that in ages. Yeah. Then she gets sick. She falls in love with a handsome stranger who's sort of dark, <laughs> sort of like a little moody, and promises like. He if he like if she signs a contract he can like cure her of her illness and she can make right. like, millions as the cornflake girl and then and another then handsome stranger shows up steps in he steps in and makes a similar promise of kind of a bright guy with like a big white flowing hair or whatever sure and you know whatever God looks type like and a devil type yeah it looks like Santa Santa maybe it's Santa yeah it's Santa it's uh, Tim Allen played by Tim Allen yeah. Okay. And then there's this conflict. Who does she go? Now there's the, the the other one can't promise her anything, just happiness. Yeah. I can't promise I can make you better. I can't promise that you'll be the cornflake girl. Okay, that's pretty good. We need a few filler songs and then I think we're gonna have this. Baker Baker, she can go visit the bakery. Seems okay. like an easy one. <laughs> sure. We'll have like a it's scene just in a piece of dialogue. She'll be like, Oh, one second, I need to pop into the bakery. Okay, that seems fine. That's a really right. sad song. <laughs> Perfect. What else do we have? You know, it'd be kind of fun. Yeah. Do Hey Jupiter from from Boys for Pele, but do it as Drops of Jupiter by Train. Kind of a mashup. Okay, we have a we're gonna have a mashup. We're gonna, this is gonna present some rights problem. But I do think it it, uh, it offers us an opportunity to get a third love interest in, doesn't it? Oh, the Jupiter Train. Oh, ju- Not- <laughs> Jupiter, another heavenly yeah. body. Yeah, another heavenly body. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, it's like a Greek guy. Maybe they were all in a. Maybe she met them in her in her youth. Yeah, and because they were all in like a band together, and she was like groupie. That's and they were great. called the Heavenly Bodies. And we've got a song uh, called "Pretty Good Year" that could be a good flashback song. It's a really sad song. It's, I, I, I don't think it actually describes a good year, but you know it'll work, and it'll yeah. be like that happy year when she met all three of these men in her past. Yeah, and then it'll turn out that Jupiter's gay. Right. Lucifer's like completely not interested, and yeah. Uh, God will kind of step up and act as a father figure, regardless of who's the father. <laughs> this is pretty good. Or whatever. Should we have her daughter getting married in some way? Or is that too complicated? The cornflake girl's daughter. Yeah. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> um, if we call her Anastasia, we can use a song called Yes, Anastasia off of Perfect. Under the Pink. Yeah. Uh, this is where Anastasia asks Tori if she'll pay for the wedding. I mean, Tori. It's not Tori. No, it's the cornflake girl. She asks the cornflake girl if she'll pay for the wedding. And she says, yes, Anastasia. It's kind of a sad song, but. Uh... <laughs> Man, I think we got something here. I think we're I think we put a treatment together and we've got yeah. pretty admittedly sad, but it's going to be like. <laughs> it's going to be beautiful. It's going to. Yeah, it's going to get some attention. Yep. What do we call it? We're calling it Cornflake Girl, right? We're calling it, I think we're calling it Cornflake Girl. Uh, we do need to get Crucify in there. Oh, right. Maybe we can, can we get, we've given all these songs to the Cornflake Girl. Can we give um, God the Crucify song? Sure. Yeah. Is they, that a they, little um, on the nose? It's a flashback to his youth. In the fi- in the film we watched, Mamma Mia, they put a lot on Pierce Brosnan's back. And it's, um. yeah, <laughs> he's just can't sing. Sarah and I were having so much fun with it. I like, uh, like, we were both, like, I think it ended up being impressed because it's, like, he can't sing, but he, like, 100% gave it his absolute commits. all. Fully, yeah. fully committed. It was great. I liked he, Yeah, I think, he, can't, he can't sing a note. But yeah. I think we would want that for Crucify. Like, let's give it to, like, who met, yeah. like maybe. To Tim Cooper. Allen. Yeah. Or oh, yeah, Jupiter, Tim yeah. Allen's good. And, like, 
Even though he doesn't have the talent to back it up, you know. Maybe Jupiter can be that handsome man from My Big Fat Greek Wedding. Uh, Joey Fatone? No, the love interest. <laughs> sure, or Joey Fatone. <laughs> Whatever. We don't need to cast it. We're getting ahead of ourselves. We don't have yeah, to cast yeah, yeah. it. We're the idea guys. We're not the casting agents. Great. So we'll give Crucify to uh, God. It fits. It Maybe he's just talking about his you know, misspent youth. Yep. And then um, what are we going to give for Lucifer? Do we need a song for him? Yeah. Um, maybe Winter, because you can kind of do like a Dante's Inferno thing and be like, actually, down at the bottom of the hill, it's really cold. It's really cold. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, that's a really sad song. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then we need something for Jupiter. Well, he's got Hey Jupiter. Oh, that, but the chi- I thought figure oh, she, she would sings be it singing to that to him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, you know what's a great Tory song? A uh, late uh, uh, late era Tory song is "Sort of Fairy Tale," and that's actually no, it's kind of a sad song. Yeah, but um, but sort of fairy tale. I think we're due for a sad one at this point. Yeah, you know? <laughs> that could work. Uh, you know, and that's it's. Are we we're pairing her with Jupiter in the end? I can't remember, but that could be a good song for him to sing to her because I think like, Jupiter steps. Oh up no, I think that. they they break up in that one. Anyway, it's sad. It's a sad, but you know, it's nice. Well, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> We'll, we'll finesse the details later. I think we're on to something here. We're on to something. This is great. The Tori Amos musical. It's called Cornflake Girl. Please, everybody, come and see it. Uh, we just need to get the rights and for, from Tori and, of course, um, Train. Train, yeah. Yeah. We may as well get the whole Train catalog, just in case <laughs> we feel like we have another jukebox musical in our... Well, maybe we can call the Cornflake Girl the Virginia. Oh! <laughs> beautiful. Yeah. And that's actually kind of a nice song, I think. <laughs> pretty happy <laughs> yeah i don't think train does a sad song i think all their songs are pretty upbeat wow that's wow. great cut and print yeah wow Corn i Flake can't Girl. wait i can't wait it's, and folks i know you're gonna think it's sad and yes a lot of the songs are it's like gonna be sad fucking yeah. heartbreaking there's no way around uh, but it. it's got a happy ending well we'll see we'll see yeah we'll, see we'll figure we that out fish out of it yeah <laughs> yeah um should we take that's, a quick break yeah, let's take a uh, quick break and uh, come back and maybe we can do an- another hit segment. I would like to introduce a new segment now that big... It's not new. We do it every week. Uh, but it does require that you go, leave, and, and get out of here. Me? <laughs> yep. Arbiter Tanner, it's so nice to see you. Hello, Jack. I'm here from the future to dispense kisses to the review that I find the most worthy. And I'm all. Can I I'm ask you a question nails. about the about the dystopian future? Please. I know it's it's somewhat forbidden because I don't want to fuck with the timelines. But can you tell me is in the future is there a, like a very famous uh, movie musical based on the songs of Tori Amos? By any chance, has it been made and do people love it? I did that. Yeah, of ever course. Happen? <laughs> um. <laughs> Yep, it's one of the most beloved pieces of media. It's like our Beowulf. Uh, just sort of this timeless tale that's been passed yeah. down, like an oral tradition. Um, got a happy ending? Uh, no, uh, heavens no. No. <laughs> <laughs> Written by a three-man team, uh, Jack Tanner and Elon. Wow, okay. Wow, that's great. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's so nice to hear. And I hope that doesn't like somehow mess with the timeline and like make that happen you know make that <laughs> or make that not happen yeah or or make that not happen right yeah know? yeah no, if that were to be... somehow happen you know yeah like, i don't know if somehow <laughs> someone got it in front of elon and he's like yeah i want to spend yeah. some money on <laughs> i want to do musical. it i want to write it with these two <laughs> that'd be pretty wild 
That would be good. Yeah, and I couldn't think of a more perfect partner. <laughs> um, let's... What, are you going to finance it, Jack? <laughs> yeah, I guess it'd be some financial backing. I'm not going to turn my, my nose up at it. Uh, we got to buy those rights, those Tory rights, man. That ain't that ain't yeah. cheap. And train. Um, and train. Um, uh, this is a hit segment we like to call. You know who else we should get oh, okay. just while we're in there? Yeah. Maroon 5. Okay. I can't at remember least the first few songs. albums. Yeah. What's that one? Yeah, song neither again? can I. You know what we should get is oh, uh, if darling, you're a okay. need. I need. It's Sunday, Jesus. Don't want Sunday that. mornings. Don't, want this. don't like it. <laughs> okay. I haven't enjoyed it so far. If we're just getting anyone, we should get Lou Bega. Oh yeah, because then you yeah. could just have that's like five new characters and the whole. <laughs> I kind of see that as sort of like an MCU sort of thing where each, each <laughs> yeah woman is okay. kind of getting her own feature piece and then they come together yeah. in mambo number five yeah <laughs> that okay so we make four movies and then the fifth we, one and then mambo, it culminates in four mambo movies yeah that's yeah. good okay that's wow man i wish we'd started there i know well next time <laughs> next, next time, time we do a jukebox musical <laughs> yeah uh maybe when we do mama mia too um yeah. uh that's not why we i've brought you here tanner from the uh, arbiter tanner from the far future uh, the reason i have brought you here is for our hit segment it's called on the one hand and oh right our review where we take segment. a look at some of the uh rotten tomatoes reviews for this film by the people not by the critics the people aren't allowed to speak out in the distant future Okay, so this must be a treat for you. You get you get exiled to the desert. Well, these people are allowed to speak out. Maybe they shouldn't be. Presumably turned into a vampire. <laughs> yeah. Or consumed by one. Or sunk into the ocean. There is no ocean. You mean the sand sea? Yes, that's what I meant. The great sand sea. What I think we should do is look at some positive, some middling, and some negative reviews, and you can choose which one you think uh, best sums up this actual film. Okay. The first review that I'd like to read for you is a five-star review of Mamma Mia by Lorena R. One wants to say Robert, doesn't one? <laughs> yeah, I guess that's the only <laughs> that's the only synapse that is firing. <laughs> yeah. So. <laughs> so yeah, I guess that's it. Uh, she gave this film five stars on August sixteenth, twenty eighteen, and she says the following: "It's a great movie." Personally, I love it. And then there's 11 question marks. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Lorena, you're going to have to look inside your know, own Lorena. soul. I think, soul yes, searching. you gave it five stars. You didn't You didn't put any spin on the ball after it's a great movie. There's just a period there and not even a space before personally, I love it. <laughs> but if I had to guess, the answer to your question is yes. <laughs> I. But honestly, even though it's a little indecipherable, I feel I know I feel the sentiment because that's how I. That's how we were. That's how. That's how, we how were I felt. Yeah, talking I at the beginning of the episode. Love it. <laughs> I loved it. <laughs> yeah, I think that's fair enough. All right, Lorena. Yeah, you're right. That we feel the same way. Ava H also gives this film five stars on March seventeenth, twenty eighteen. That's your sister, Ava. Yeah, Ava. Hey, I'm your sister. <laughs> yeah. Ava, comma, his sister, or Ava, period. Hey, it's your sister. Yeah. Uh, and that's nice to hear from her. She says the following thing. She knows what she thinks about this movie better than Lorena does. She says this. The best movie I've ever seen in my entire life. Like the summary. Summary, she spelled S-U-M-M-E-R-Y, which I kind of like. Like the summary <laughs> really says that it won't make you dance the whole 90 minutes. And then now mm-hmm. she's... I think the summary must say that it will make you dance the whole 90 minutes, and I think she's affirming that. Oh, okay. She's not disputing it. She's not disputing it. And then she's now switched to capital letters for the rest of the review. 
Okay. Uh, I, I'm not going to yell it because I don't like it when I yell and then I listen back and it just feels like too much. But imagine it's being yelled. Because do I it in sort she, of a. She wants it yelled. A yelly way, though, please. She says, Biddy, I was screaming and shaking every bone in my body. This what is. What did she call me? Biddy. B I T T Y. I think it's nice. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Biddy, I was shaking every bone in my body. This is literally the best movie ever. Also, there's a lot of O's. The best songs ever. Like, you literally just can't beat this. And then she's written the word F R E K A I A B W K A H S J E B D movies. I don't know why there's a plural at the end. <laughs> <laughs> well, and do your best to sound out the word because I if I followed fr- freak. Yeah, maybe at the I can beginning. say it. It's Frakaya Bukas Jebd. Movies, movies. So I think she likes this one. Yeah, I, I, I can't say I disagree. Yeah, I liked it too. With a lot yeah. of it, I was dancing the whole ninety minutes. Biddy, I think that's okay. I think you're allowed to say that. If not. Uh, you know, it's about Should time I, I got canceled, frankly. Biddy. Biddy. Uh, it's Can you say that? Informal for okay. tiny. <laughs> <laughs> okay, <laughs> perfect. Then that seems fine. It's a hot girl, according to Urban Dictionary. Okay, maybe I can't say it, but I'm allowed to say that she said it. And it's a, it's, you're allowed to accept it as a compliment. She's saying you're a hot girl. Yeah, that's nice. Thank you. Thank that's you, nice. Ava. Yeah. Uh, moving on to a middling review in our segment that we like to call On the Fence Hand. Uh, this yeah. is Philip D gave this film three stars on February fifteenth, twenty sixteen. Philip D, uh, Prince of England. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and he says the following thing in his three star review: a little more of Pierce Brosnan's quote unquote singing, and it's just like another James Bond. <laughs> I don't. It's interesting he says that because there is a there is a couple like Bondian scenes. I get that he's like that he's got like all the all the ingredients of a joke there. Piers Brosnan singing James Bond, which Piers Brosnan is in. Yeah, he threw but, everything he could and th- could think of like, into the hat. Let me re- let me reverse engineer. And shook this it and up. Tell me if you think that it makes sense. Imagine a review on like what's a Piers Brosnan James Bond? Goldeneye. Goldeneye. Imagine this review, uh, like Mamma Mia, but with more singing. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's not wrong. <laughs> I think it is. <laughs> Pierce Brosnan is in both. That's enough. Um, read it to me again. Okay. A little more of Pierce Brosnan's singing, in quotes, and it's just like another James Bond. There was a scene that was a little out of place, and I wonder if this is what he means, where yeah. they're doing a song, because they do a lot of songs in the film. And honestly, it's not as irritating as it sounds. No, it's great. I know when I say I that, it. it's like, ugh, but actually it's like pretty it's cute. fun. <laughs> yeah. And goblins attack their like little Greek village. Do they? And I want, yeah, they sort of like, goblins sort of like come down from like the the rocky hills around them. And they end up sort of dancing okay. with the, the people in the crowd. But there's definitely okay. a scene where there's like a bunch of, um, I think it's gimme, gimme, gimme a man after midnight is what they're singing. Okay. And they're all doing a pretty. The women are all running around trying to find men, and then out of the and they can't find any men, and then out of it's the hills goblins. come these goblins. I must have dozed off during that part. 
Well, it happened, and it felt pretty action-packed, and I think maybe that's what he's referring to. <laughs> that's, that's, what, that's what Philip D. Prince is talking about. Go back and check it out. Really stirring. It was like the siege of Minas Tirith. Okay, perfect. All right. I, <laughs> that sounds nice. Yeah. Okay, I'll allow it. Let's move on to the segment within a segment that we like to call, on the other hand. Um, we can probably discount these because it's a, a fun film and it's wrong to give it 0. 0.5 stars. Yeah, who would, who would, like, I, you know who's giving this one star? Who? Monster. Jack Little and Tanner goblins. before they saw it. Yeah. Just out yeah, of, exactly. like, some kind of, like, cool guy They think spite. it's cool. <laughs> So let's hear from these fools. Let's hear from these fools. Anonymous gives this film 0.5 stars, half a star on Yeah, March you would be anonymous. You would have to be anonymous. You're not going to sign your name yeah. to this. Otherwise, we will hunt you down. He says this. He. I don't know why it's a he. I'm assuming it's a guy. Yeah. Anonymous says this. Trash has nothing on Tusk, which is a great movie. Check it out. No, I've checked out Tusk. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And I can confirm with absolute certainty that Tusk is a terrible film and no one should ever check it out is it a movie that springs to mind when you watch mamma mia in a way that could make sense of the connective tissue that <sighs> anonymous see, it's is sort of a, between these it's sort of films. a low budget like body horror <laughs> like in the vein of and sort of born out of the human centipede tradition <laughs> okay about justin long being kidnapped and slowly grafted and like turned into a human walrus for, I think, sexual reasons. So this guy is just kind of on a crusade to get folks to watch Tusk. And you shouldn't, and I want to repeat, I want to repeat, I've seen Tusk, do not watch Tusk. <laughs> it's like, I'm gonna, you know what I'm gonna find is willing people in the comments section of Mamma Mia. That's where I'm gonna find my victim. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. well, Anonymous, you're lucky you stayed Anonymous because we would hunt you down. Brian R. dares to put his name on this one-half-star review on August 22nd, 2018. He says the following thing. And there's a big hyphenated compound word, uh, adjective he's created. Bearable in an I'm drunk AF and need something to clown on because my copy of Paul Blart Mall Cup is being used as a coaster kind of way. Okay, but the, the even the premise like doesn't hold up to any kind of scrutiny because like it's not hard to take your cup off. Like if you want to watch Paul Blart... Paul Blart yeah. Which is what you're implying. Yeah. You could just like move your cup and put the DVD in the DVD player. Yeah. So that doesn't work. You don't have to watch Mamma Mia if you don't want to watch it. You're not, you know what? You're not invited to watch Mamma Mia. And if you want to watch Paul Blart so much, why are you using it as a coaster? It just yeah, falls apart under any scrutiny. <laughs> I'm, I'm learning a lot about you just from this, this yeah. review. Yeah, and it's Brian. that you treat your things poorly and you treat yourself poorly. I'm betting yeah. too, bro. And who are these people coming into our precious comment section for Mamma Mia and. Talking about other movies that have nothing to do with anything. Get they're out of here. They're just trying to, trying to like do some kind of weird like negative association thing. And I'm, I'm seeing past your yeah. lies. Yeah, I don't Brian like Brian and the last guy. Yeah. We've got another coward who sensibly didn't. Well, he put his face on this one. So it's a, no, it's a different guy. But he didn't okay. put a name. Can, do you, can you run some like forensics on it? And he looks like an asshole. Can you get a ping? <laughs> I got a ping from the part of my brain that registers an asshole when I see one, and he looks like an asshole. And okay. he gave this film one half of a star on August 8th, 2018, with the following review. Toxic hyperliberalism. Okay. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's another movie. You know, it's the same thing. It's like if you've seen Tusk and you've pulled your coaster out and it was Paul Blart and you watch that and then you want another movie that's in the same vein, check out Toxic Hyperliberalism. Because if it's not a movie, it's certainly not a concept I would 
immediately Apl- applied, applied to, to this Mama film. Mia. Yeah. <laughs> Anonymous, yeah, another coward. coward, gives this film half a star on August 15th. 2018, I think very shortly after the second Anonymous did. So obviously these people are kind of egging they were each like other. They're in egging some kind of on. like yeah. cabal. Tavern somewhere. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this person says, the king of all moronic movies, whoever made this movie is a dumbass by nature. Wow. Wow. Whoa. <laughs> by nature. ABBA made this movie. Yeah, ABBA made this movie. And they're Tower. great. Yeah. I think they're Swedish. Why did the film take place in Sweden? I don't know. Uh, finally, finally, NTC Space R gave this film half a star on November 8th, 2015, and says the following thing. It sounds like a robot. I think it's a, I actually think it's a boy band, a K-pop band. Okay, yeah, it sounds like a K-pop band. Well, they say this. So I think it's them. And they, boy, you're going to rip them a new one. Let me get to the end of it before you lay into them. <laughs> Here's what they say. ABBA isn't in this movie. The actors were bad, and I hate the way they act. This is the worst musical film of all time. It is not memorable at all. This is worse than Hairspray. Wow. Okay, first of all, NTCR, I'll just say it. ABBA is in this movie. Yeah, they are in the movie. <laughs> they're at the end. They kind of The actors in, are like they a barrel in fucking streep, dog. She's <laughs> won like a million Oscars. And we love the way they act. That's Everything fun. about what you said is false. And th- you know what? This I never would have wanted to, but h- this person's review makes me want to watch Hairspray. Uh, I, I wouldn't. <laughs> I've oh, really? I guess it's p- people good. really liked it. <laughs> okay. I think it's one of the kind of ju- like musicals that I was like, uh, I don't know if I'm ever going to watch something like Mamma Mia. I watched Hairspray. Okay. Um, I don't need to. Yeah. Okay. That's unfair, though. That's it. Who do you want to you give your, grant your precious kisses oh, to? God. I think the second one. Ava. Ava. Yeah. Nepotism. But yeah. Yeah. I like her. Uh, whatever. Um, I like her. It's like a wedding. My sister's getting married next week. It's like a little bit of a oh, wedding yeah? present. You know, I was. I'll write that what? in the card. I you told me you're going to a wedding next week. You didn't say it was your sister's wedding, which is interesting. You're like, yeah, I'm going to a wedding next week. Yeah. It's interesting. I, should I say I'm officiating a wedding next week and it's my sister's wedding? I think it's, it would be reasonable since it's the first time hearing of it to say I'm going to my sister's wedding next week. I think okay. it's weird that you left that out, but it, it and it's doubly weird because I I it was immediately like we we don't go to weddings anymore. We're like past the wedding corridor in our lives, so it's weird that like what do you, who are you are you going? To, is it someone's second wedding? <laughs> do you know like a you know a young person? <laughs> I'm going to two weddings, which is why it's I your think sister. I, it's probably oh, obscure. Okay. I'm going to one this weekend in New York, a friend of Jamie's. Okay. And I'm okay. going to one the next week in Colorado. My sister, Ava. It's your sister. It's your sister, Ava. And now I've okay. given her a wedding gift. I chose her review. What is it? Or I didn't, you but Arbiter it. Tanner did. Arbiter Tanner did. Yeah. Mm. Um, well, happy uh, nuptials. Oh. <laughs> Welcome back, Tanner. Uh, Arbiter Tanner was just telling me. Oh, something I want to tell you, Jack. Yeah. Uh, before I forget. Um, yeah. I am going out of town next week i'm going to my sister's wedding and i didn't know if it was like uh, a courtesy or something to let you know that it's my sister's wedding me know. But it's just the type yeah. of thing that friends would share yeah yeah <laughs> and i'm actually officiating the wedding too oh really and i'm probably gonna wow. make you read my my notes so that you can yeah give me the thumbs up or approve them you know please do or punch yeah, them please up. do yeah i bet i could i'll add some jokes i'm good at yeah. that um it's so good that friends share these important things with yeah, of course each other you know and yeah. I hope you'll tell Elon, too. Yeah, and when he's ready. <laughs> Tweet it at him. Be one of those guys in the response. Elon, will you come to my sister's wedding? 
<laughs> it's going to be like the start of a really good relationship. We've got a Tori Amos <laughs> musical to pitch you. <laughs> Don't worry. Some guy from the future said it was destined to happen. <laughs> yeah. I heard it on a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I bet we could get it done. If we get if you give us a billion dollars, I bet yeah, we could get it done. I think we're already getting it done. I think we're sec- I think we're doing the secret right now. We're manifesting it. Yeah, we're it. doing the secret. We're manifesting yeah. it. And that's yeah. step one. That's step one. I can't wait. Um, folks, please listen to Tori Amos. She's so good. All her songs are good. They're very sad. <laughs> yeah. Give Papa Roach a whirl <laughs> while you're in there. Um, should we go? Do you want to leave? Yeah, I think I would like to go now. Okay, we'd like to go. We'd like to leave. I'd like to thank you, Tanner, very much for bearing with me this week. I'd like to thank the Bee Babies and the Baby Nation and the Bug Babies and the Sex Pots for bearing with us. Uh, we do love and kiss you uh, all day and all throughout, every single day. Please, everyone, you must subscribe to our Patreon. It's patreon.com slash bsccpodcast. Uh, we are doing the TGIF shows, and it's fun, and everyone's having a nice time in there. So check that out, and also join our Facebook group where everyone is also having a nice time and talking about the movies and the stuff and just other stuff, and everyone's nice. Get yeah, in there. Baby Nation time. on Facebook. Friends, I haven't said this in a little while. I'll say it now. I have a newsletter I would love for you to subscribe. It's called on words and up words and you can find it at on words o n w o r d s dot substack dot com and i'm talking about words and language and puzzles and it's fun and please subscribe and anything you want to pitch tanner tanner's sister's getting married next week folks. my sister's Everybody, getting married next week everyone send wedding. her a gift and everyone's yeah. come to the wedding yep um yep. <laughs> everyone's invited and Check out Experience Share. It's a Pokemon yeah, podcast starring go. me and my friend Josh. Um, yeah. And we're just about to start a new game called you should have me on Pokemon sometime. Sun and Moon. You, you want to play Pokemon Sun and Moon? I'll play whatever you want, man. If, if you invite me on your... If you come on, you want to come on for the first episode of Sun and Moon? Because then you only have to play to like the first checkpoint. And then sure. you can bail. Yeah, I'll do it. And I'll That'd get be... you set up with everything you need to play it. I'd be From thrilled. the comfort of your own home. Okay. Delighted. Thanks. We got it's our nice first guest. Invited. Yeah, settled. You can pitch your, you can uh, plug your newsletter. Perfect, and maybe yeah. this show. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, maybe this show. Everybody, please do all the things we've asked. You must. Uh, <laughs> um, exbsharepod.com. Yep. All that remains is for me to say that this week we watched a movie. The movie we watched was, of course, called Mama Mia. Next week we're gonna be watching a little film called Singing in the Rain. It's a classic. Yeah, we were ready for a classic. Although we could we're ready for a classic. What Greek we could continue. With what? We could just scrap it. Could just. I, I know you already watched, watched it. it, but yeah, could just go Mamma Mia too. Here we go again. <laughs> uh, we'll think about it. We'll talk about that off air next week. We're either going to be watching Mamma Mia two or <laughs> Singing in the Rain. Probably Singing in yeah. the Rain because I already watched it. Um, and then we're going to be doing some. Books, Maybe I we'll think. save it. We'll we'll save yeah. it. That'll be on the horizon. That's yeah. Look forward to that. It's coming. Yeah. Finally, I would like to tell you that this week my name has been Jack Alexander Shepard. My name is Tanner Greenring. And I hope that you take a chance on me ever after. Fine. Yeah. <laughs> we might be childhood friends and I might drive you down the bend But I'm sure it's crazy kid to work it out in the end And I might kiss you on the lips despite your nose But I guess that's how it goes Let's keep falling in love with our strange bedfellows Be very!